Hi, I'm Dr. Kate Bevan-Marks, and this podcast is all about becoming a hypnotherapist. New career, new life. Are you listening to this before, during, or even after work? Maybe you're thinking about what it would be like to have a career that is truly rewarding, both emotionally and financially. Perhaps you'd like to get up each morning knowing that you're going to spend your day helping people make positive changes in their lives. Well, rather than give you a whole load of facts that you can get from looking at hypnotherapy training websites such as hypnotc.com, this podcast is going to tell you the stories of Jack and Selena, two people who, perhaps like you, were searching for awesome hypnotherapy training. And I'm going to tell you just how they ended up finding the perfect training for them. So let's get started. Jack was an accountant. He'd spent the last three years going to work thinking that there must be more to life than the traditional nine to five job. This is partly because Jack always felt that he was at his best work-wise in the afternoons and evenings. He was definitely a night owl. It was also partly that although he was a well-trained and very capable accountant, he just didn't find his work rewarding anymore. It was an endless cycle because as soon as one year's accounts were completed, the work started all over again the following year. The part of Jack's job that he liked the most was his role as a mentor. And he really liked the chats that he had with his junior staff, all about their challenges and problems. He was a good listener. He was able to pick out the key points in their issues. And then instead of telling them what to do, he loved the challenge of helping them find their own answers. Whilst he didn't always get the recognition for solving their problems, he found that they were always able to own their solutions. And as a result, they were more confident with his help. Jack's life changed the very moment that he got a new accountancy client, a local hypnotherapist in his home city of Nottingham. He had some paperwork for her to sign, and as it was on his way home, he dropped by her consulting room to deliver it. Straight away, once inside, he felt so at home in the relaxing, yet professional hypnotherapy setting. The hypnotherapist, Selena, offered Jack a cup of tea, and sitting down in that comfortable consulting room, they soon got talking about how Selena got started as a hypnotherapist and how she developed her now thriving hypnotherapy practice. Selena explained that she'd once worked as a researcher for a press office, but it just didn't suit her personality. She liked interacting with people personally rather than over emails. And that was the case with most of her press office work. She'd always liked the idea of working for herself and deciding how and when she would work. So she decided to take life by the horns and began looking at what she actually wanted to do, what her options were and what was realistically achievable. At the wonderful age of age 42, she felt that it was perhaps a little late to start training as a doctor and then become a psychiatrist, but she did find the mind fascinating. This led her towards talking therapies. 
Some, though, required many years of training. To become a psychologist, she'd need to do a bachelor's degree, then a master's degree, and then a doctorate. In addition, she soon found that jobs in this field were scarce, and she would likely still be employed and therefore somewhat restricted in what she was able to do and when she could do it. Even training to become a counsellor would take several years, and for her, it seemed a bit too passive for her personality. Eventually, though, she found hypnotherapy, which seemed like a much better fit, especially considering that most good hypnotherapy courses take less than a year to complete. She then explained to Jack that she did an initial rough check where she looked at every hypnotherapy course she could find. She found that there were how-to books, online videos and courses, and in-person courses. As a very practical person, she much preferred the idea of in-person training. With that decided, she thought about what she wanted from a hypnotherapy course, and she created a list which included great teachers, excellent quality content, and a thorough and relevant syllabus. She looked for the right blend of theory and practical work, a good venue, after all, she might as well be comfortable when she was learning, and the right class size. Not too small that she wouldn't have enough people to practice with, but not so big that she'd get lost in the crowd. She created a spreadsheet using those well-honed researcher skills and did her research on all of her prospective hypnotherapy training providers, schools and companies. She also contacted other hypnotherapists near to her local area and asked them where they'd trained, what they liked about their own training and also what they wished they'd also been taught, if anything. Common threads were that many wished they'd learned the business and marketing side of being a hypnotherapist, not just the actual hypnotherapy part. Also, interestingly, she found that many of them wished that they'd been taught how to work without needing to rely on hypnotherapy scripts, or at the very least, how to adapt them. Selena heard that many hypnotherapy schools simply gave students scripts and told them to read those out loud to their clients. Some didn't even teach them how to read those scripts to their clients. Well, all of this information enabled Selena to assess each provider according to her own selection criteria and expected standards. Unsurprisingly, perhaps, the course that scored highest was not the cheapest on her list. In fact, it was one of the more expensive. The top hypnotherapy training company was also based in London, so it would require a bit of travelling from her home in Nottingham. But she had found clear evidence from her formal objective assessment that this course would be the very best to meet her needs. She then looked into her top three training options and explored the more subjective aspects, such as reviews and testimonials from past graduates. Her top choice 
seemed to have a good number of reviews which said similar things, including the depth of training, the quality of the teaching. And whilst one of her other two options, their reviews had talked mostly about the course being fun, the third option, which was her top one, had lots of testimonials that mentioned that they liked the teaching style and the classes. Now, her research didn't stop there. To be absolutely sure, she phoned her top choice and had a chat with one of the trainers. She found that she liked their training philosophy, their openness, and even the opportunity to attend a free taster day if she wanted to. That was enough for her, and she signed up that very evening. She told Jack that this was the best decision she'd made in years. She loved the course from that very first day, from meeting her fellow students and all starting from the same point, all the way through to the excitement of the exams and the award ceremony where she received her certificates. Jack was fascinated by all of this. After all, he'd never even met a hypnotherapist before. So he asked Selena lots of questions about the course. Selena made him another cup of tea and continued to tell him about her experience. Each of the 10 weekends had a different theme, which made it really easy to understand the context of where the material sat. The first two weekends were all about getting started and developing those core skills that they need to be able to hypnotise. Then they started to learn different approaches from behavioural with habit change and cognitive working with beliefs all the way through to analytical getting insight and even regression working with past memories and experiences. As well as this, she learned about a wide range of conditions and therapy goals that clients present with. Not just the common ones such as weight management, anxiety, stress and smoking cessation, but also some of the fascinating topics such as working with children, psychosexual issues and even sport hypnosis and how to help athletes towards optimal performance. It was at this point Jack jumped in and asked Selena how she remembered it all. He wondered whether seeing a demonstration of a technique and even practicing it in class would be enough. Fortunately, the course that Selena had attended provided video tutorials to support each practical technique that she learned, as well as giving more information about the key theory topics. He had to laugh at Selena's recounting of her experiences with one particular hypnosis technique, a rapid induction where she hypnotised somebody so fast that she could hardly believe it had worked. It had looked so simple in class and she'd done it well enough in practice, but it was only when she replayed the training video over and over again that she noticed the small nuances that had taken her performance to yet another level. When she'd used the technique again, she'd been thrilled to not only feel more confident and positive in her approach, but she'd also received some glowing feedback from her fellow student who she'd easily and quickly hypnotised. Now, Jack was getting more and more drawn into Selena's description of her training experience to the point where he was considering following Selena's lead and joining the course himself. Yet he was still a little apprehensive as he worried about exams. He had 
hated each and every one of his accountancy exams. Remembering dates and legislation and dry facts had never been easy for him. However, when Selena started talking about the exams, he was shocked to find that she'd actually enjoyed the process. He said as much and she laughed and said that she used to hate exams too. Luckily, though, her course had included several mock exams. So not only did all of the class get opportunities to develop their exam technique, but they also found out about the exam format. This was useful as they then knew how and what to revise. She did say, though, that the absolute best part of the whole process was when she got the fantastic news that she'd passed her exams and was now a qualified professional hypnotherapist. It was at this point that both Selena and Jack realised how much time had passed and they drew the meeting to a close. Jack asked for the name and the contact details of the hypnotherapy training company that Selena had found so beneficial. Selena gave him the information and suggested that he let her know how he got on and that she would chat with him as he went through his training, as the training company had a forum that was really useful for keeping in contact with fellow students and past graduates. Jack then went home and he spent a thoughtful evening replicating some of Selena's searches. Interestingly, his top three selections were slightly different. He had the same top choice, but his second and third choices were slightly different because his training preference was more weighted towards professional recognition. An important element for Jack was that the training met the UK core curriculum for hypnotherapy. He learned that these standards indicated the minimum practical skills and theoretical knowledge that are needed to be a hypnotherapist. Now, his top choice of hypnotherapy training company offered their own diploma, which not only met the UK core curriculum, but far exceeded it. Although Selena had only been interested in working as a hypnotherapist in the UK, Jack decided that he wanted the option to be able to travel and perhaps even work internationally. As such, he needed qualifications and accreditations that were recognised in the UK, such as the Level 4 Hypnotherapy and Practice Diploma, or HPD as well as the internationally recognised qualification provided by the National Guild of Hypnotists certification. Reflecting on his chat with Selena, he decided that he knew his top choice was right for him, just as it had been for her. That night, he signed up. He put all of the training dates in his diary and he even booked his train and hotel tickets. The next morning, he set off to work with a new bounce in his step, thoroughly excited about the new direction his life would soon be taking. Over the next year, Jack remained in his accountancy job and attended the hypnotherapy training. He also started to set up his own therapy practice. It amused him to know that all of his accountancy training and knowledge of legislation would actually be helpful to some extent in his new business. It even gave him fresh motivation when helping existing accountancy clients. 
As a business owner now, he developed a new empathy for their experiences and their challenges. He also had lots of opportunities for practice amongst his colleagues, and they even started referring their friends and family to him as well. By the time he qualified, he was already working part-time as a hypnotherapist. Over the next couple of years, he transitioned to part-time accountancy work and then some consultancy work as he continued to grow his thriving practice. The day he finally became a full-time therapist, he invited Selena to his consulting rooms and he made her a cup of tea. He even splashed out for a celebratory cake and a big bunch of flowers to thank her for that initial chat and for her ongoing support throughout his training and at the start of his therapy career. Now, if you'd like to follow in the footsteps of Jack and Selena and become a professional hypnotherapist, feel free to check out the hypnotherapy diploma course on hypnotc.com. In the meantime, thank you for listening. And if you have any requests for further podcasts, please let me know. You can contact me at kate at hypnotc.com. But in the meantime, thank you for listening.